The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Welcome to our WE program. It's all about epic tales of sports and whatever. Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. Thank you for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show. And, and James, let's start today with shout-outs well, for, for all of our Patreon members, but including the legends, Bruce Phillips, Bill Grease, Henry Backer, Jimmy Fadda, Michael Pearson, Marcus Von B, Mike Ennis, and Steve Davis. These guys and all our Patreon members putting down the hard-earned cash because they like the show and they want it to do well. And we can't say enough good things about them. Thank you, boys. Reach out to us anytime, and we'll get back to more of these shout-outs as we go. But let us go into the good program. James, how are things? <laughs> uh, Stevie, tales of uh, sport, ep- epic tales of sports and whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I've got I've got a combined, uh, when you brought that up, I've got a combined sports and whatever stories, okay, that have happened to me, and I want to hear from you. Um, okay. What, what happened to you in my, in my illustrious, okay. Uh, little sort of sparse sports career, Stevie. Right. Okay. Um, so are we talking sports media or sports playing career? No sports playing career. Like my own, my own sports playing career. Okay. okay. I had some, I had some talent, Stevie coordination. So I could, I could play all sports. Um, and, uh, I, I did, I did. Played on like basketball, volleyball team at at St. Joe's. I didn't, uh, when I went to Pius for grade 11, 12, 13, uh, I wasn't good enough anymore. Okay. That's when you got to, you got to sort of be good, right? When you get into senior high school. Um, so um, what, uh, my first was Stevie uh, running, running back, the third down punt return, Stevie, when I played for St. Joe's. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, Wide left, Stevie, go wide left, everyone blocking, wide left, 50-yarder, ran her back. Uh, it was at Lester B. Pearson, I think, was the, the other school. And, uh, and I ran uh, through the end zone, Stevie, okay, 20-yard end zone. I kept running. I was so excited. Stevie, like I Forrest ran, Gump. And, yeah, like Forrest Gump. And there's a track, of course, Stevie, that goes around every football field, okay, uh-huh. you know, the racetrack. But, Stevie, they have a little little cement curb on the inside rail, Stevie, of the track. And so I, I ran over that, Stevie. Okay, and uh, tripped, tripped. There was a guy behind me yelling at me. Uh, I thought he was saying, you know, uh, go, go, or something like that, but he was saying, stop, okay, for some <laughs> And I tripped on that one, Stevie, and ripped my football pants open. Oh, no. Yeah. Exposing yeah, yourself? Like the, what's that? Exposing yourself, or...? Well, no, not intentionally, Steve. No, I, no, I didn't mean you were doing it intentionally. I'm just saying, were you were you exposed to the world when you ripped your pants? I, w- I was because the, those football pants back in the day, Stevie, they had a lace on the front. Do you remember? Sure. To tie up your pants, they had a like a like just like look like a shoe. You know, it had all the eaglets or whatever they're called. Okay, yep. and uh, so that all ripped open and the lace got all split. Uh, so that was uh, embarrassing. So you you woke up this morning saying, you know, it's it's about time I laid my athletic accomplishments on the good SWP listener. <laughs> Just list it all out. And, yeah. uh, you know, any hesitation they have about my sports knowledge as we talk on the show, that'll sure. be put to rest when they find out what a legend I was. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. That's my, uh, you know, I had, I was trying to think of all the other highlights I had, Steve, but. I just couldn't think of any. That's all. <laughs> Some of my well, favorites: Venasta T-ball title winning hit. Thank you. Oh boy, 
Wow. Yeah. Then uh, I also had the winning hit in the All Ontario Media Slow Pitch Championship. We won Come Ottawa, on. and then we beat everybody in Toronto. We won like twenty thousand uh, dollars for a uh, a battered women's shelter. So that Fantastic. was cool getting the winning hit there. Um, you also- played floor hockey with me and and or street hockey, and I was always a little nervous. Jaron used to say, "Warrenzi's a little aggressive out here, isn't he? For a little charity event, he's a little too much, isn't he? With the with the competitive side in this uh, thing." Well, I, I was a I was a distant second as far as most competitive behind AJ Jackubeck. Oh, is he great? Or oh Tim Dunn? Remember Tim Dunn going berserk when we played? I don't oh, know if I you don't, remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, it was great. You know how you know how low key he was. The bloated sack of guts. If you're an old Tigor listener. He was the producer of the show, brilliant, and very laid back. Just sort of <clears throat> never got too excited, Stevie. Okay, laugh a little, chuckle a little, uh, edgy. You know, uh, he'd do a couple, produce a couple of spots for us, and let us listen to it. And we'd go look at each other and go, "Okay, is he really like a genius, or is he just really weird, man?" Right. You know, a little from column A and a little from column B. A little I'd from say. both. And then we show up at the, in the big parking lot of the Scotiabank Center back then. For, for a street hockey charity deal. And he's, he, he shows up, got that sort of oversized hockey helmet on. Okay, he's got, a helmet? Yeah, I think he had a helmet on. He looked like, he looked like a goof. And he got in there <laughs> and started maniacally, Steve, running all over the place, sort of making grunting noises. And, rah, rah, when he's going to the corner, it's like, right. oh, my God, there's something wrong with him. Yeah, but AJ was a little more aggressive, was he? Was AJ yeah, he was. Uh, he would he would take the cake, but he it was fairly normal through most of the game. But we're down by a goal, and it's a timed game, of course. And so we're down by a goal, and one of the guys on the other team starts ragging the puck and protecting it from everybody. Kind of yeah, anybody that, that tries to, he's just he's just protecting the puck in the corner. He's not trying to move the ball at all. And AJ starts going, "Come on." Come on. Hey, <laughs> come on. Move the ball. Come on. And then finally, after about a minute of that, the guy was literally just, he was so big and strong that nobody could, you know, get close to the ball. Cause you just kept angling them off and protecting the ball and just wanting the time to tick off. And all of a sudden you hear, cause AJ's back at the other end of the rink. You hear him go, here we go. <laughs> and he runs the length of the rink and just completely shoulders the guy out of the way gets a I don't get I don't know what the rule was but was penalized for it and everything but uh, that was um, a bit out there for what's supposed to be a fun charity event yeah that's why I never played men's hockey and I was a I was a good hockey player Stevie back to my athletic I've uh you know um feats yeah but you haven't rink. already outlined enough for us no 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 hockey Stevie out there into the corner to check Martin trainer Mm-hmm. Okay, to check them and whammo, Stevie, I crushed the ring board down. Okay, oh. knocked it right out of its little stanchion there, Stevie, or whatever it is that's holding them together. The, you know, the two by fours in the back sure. crushed it, absolutely crushed it. But the only reason, so I was good, but I, I ended up ski racing instead of playing hockey. And uh, I could have played men's hockey. And so I went out, my brother invited me out. Uh, and then uh, we were on the same team. and and my my brother uh, speared me and uh, and punctured my uh, kidney. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, story, stories of my brother. <laughs> I, I'm like most of most people would be talking about their brother and tell a story like that, and I wouldn't believe it. But I believed every word you just said. <laughs> yeah, 
Anyway, I gave it up, Stevie. I played only one night because of the goofy guys who were too, too, a little too much, Stevie, trying to win a men's right. hockey game, trying to score. And I got, you know, I was up against the boards. They're trying to just pull a puck off the, off the boards, you know, and uh, dude, dude comes and rubs me out, which isn't bad, Steve, except he had, like he had a bunch, he was frothing at the mouth and he had a bunch of snot and spit all over his face and rubbed his face up into mine. Okay. Where, where, when he didn't need to, Steve. No. Okay. No. Just let the guy get the puck. Okay. Let him get it out. I said, I'm never coming back to do this again. So, what you dr- what drives you more scurvy crazy? Scurvy or something from some guy. R- I still play. I'm, I'm playing three times a week in men's league hockey. Oh, and yeah. I would say that I would rather have an opponent kind of be a little over the line with all that stuff you just talked about than yeah. have one of my own guys barking out instructions and uh, hustling up out there come on you got a back check and oh no i kind of go really i don't gotta do anything i'm way way deep in the middle age you're lucky i'm here at all yeah i don't need a back check you know Uh, that that one that one might bug me more than the heavy competing opponent yeah what you need to do is back down buddy yeah it's a fun league it's a fun league let Come me get you a fedora here. and a whistle and get you to stand up on the bench here so you can properly bark <laughs> out Blake. your orders. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the sarcastic fedora. I love it. Yeah, okay, let's take a time out of the program. When we return, we'll talk about NHL training camps getting underway. Ooh, kind of a mixed blessing there. Yeah, it's great to have hockey back, but that means the end of summer, if, if it ever yeah. did. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to that much, much more after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage, or do you have rentals and investments? Let's work together and find the right fit for you. Text me, I'm Josh, at All Insurance Ontario, 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Thinking about a pre-owned vehicle? Jim K. Ford is Ottawa's certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They take all the worry about out of buying a pre-owned vehicle. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage? Vehicle history report. Financing rates from 1.99%. 172-point vehicle inspection and 24-hour roadside assistance. That's what I call peace of mind. See them today at jimkford.com or 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. So NHL training camps have begun as right. we speak today. Mm-hmm. Seeing Pierre Dorian doing a live stream, getting people up to date on what's happened in the off season, what's going to happen at camp and all that. Um, your Edmonton Oilers are at it as well. I found a site, I think it was Sportsnet, and they were doing one question for every team in all NHL training camps as they get underway today. And I can't say I was very inspired by your Edmonton Oilers story. But the Sens, on the other hand, of course, their big story is when the hell is Brady Kachuk going to sign with the team? Right. He's a restricted free agent. He's been eligible to sign an extension with the club for the better part of a year now, entering the final year of your contract. Once you've done that, you can sign your extension. Well, he's an RFA, and it, as of today, he's a training camp holdout. And today also, we saw the Buffalo Sabres signed the number one overall draft pick from Brady Kachuk's draft year in 2018, uh, Rasmus Dahlin. He got a three-year contract worth $6 million per season. 
And so you start thinking about, okay, what does that mean Brady Kachuk? But mm-hmm. it's been hard to draw comparables about all these RFAs from the first four picks of the 2018 draft because Darlene caught Kanyemi, who signed the offer sheet one year, $6.1 million. And then finally, right. Andrei Svechnikov, who was second overall in that draft, he got a monster deal in Carolina. Eight-year contract is $7.75 million per year. So really, when you're a Sens fan trying to figure out what Brady Kachuk is up to and what he might get based on comparables, it makes your head kind of spin. Right. Well, Russ uh, Cortinel, right, was saying, uh, I don't get, you know, he says, I don't get it if you're half a mil apart, you know, or if you're less than a million bucks apart, uh, make a deal, you know. Close yourself off from everybody. Sit in the room together. Let's bang this out. You know, let's bang this out. Uh, but he thinks if they're holding out, you're into a pretty serious discrepancy between offer and what you want. Uh, that maybe they're a couple mil apart or something. You know, I would but- think so. And then we heard as much from Matthew Kachuk, who basically said they're not close. So we've gotten reports as to what's been offered. We've I've seen in several places. Yeah, the Sens have offered eight by eight. Oh, okay. So what the hell does he want then? Brady right. Kachuk's he want if if they're not close and, and the Sens have offered eight by eight, now now all of a sudden, if all that's true, and I don't know that it is, but if it is true, I raise an eyebrow at the Kachuk camp and I go, You are now dabbling in an area where you're sounding really entitled and you're grinding. Uh, trying to get a deal because you know the Sens have had a rough four years here and they cannot afford to not make you happy. Right. It's it's you know what the scenario is, Stevie. It's like the price of gas is what happens with these negotiations, and and everyone wakes up every morning going, okay, I'm I own a gas station here. How what what am I going to set my price at? You know, and and yesterday if they would have done it at at you know one one you know, a dollar 30, a liter or whatever it is, you know, and then, and you got to lock her in, you got to sign, you know, and then, but we waited and now all the gas stations the next day, Stevie, they're down to a buck 11. Right. So we missed, we missed the whole deal waiting right. to, to price our gas, you know, so a lot of those negotiations, Steve, this just in, but, but they're sitting around and people are going, why are they holding out? Why are they holding out? And I'm sure a lot of it is let's see whatever now signs for, of course. Right. Let's 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 wait in the weeds here until all these other deals are done. But these deals have been done for more more than a more than a week or so, haven't they? Well, again, like, the Darlene one was just today as we record this. Okay, well there you go. So maybe that's why they're waiting. Yeah. Um, he he's got his comparables, but I think the Kachuk camp is well, again, to hear Matthew Kachuk tell it, they might be pulling a classic Kachuk right now. Oh shut up. And what exactly does that mean? Does that mean you feel like, okay, because you can grind the sins um, and put them in a bad spot that you're gonna, you just saw the first three guys two years or three years ago, all deemed to be better than you by uh, the teams ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so should at least get you in the ballpark. And none of them are making eight by eight. Svechnikov, I would argue is as valuable a player to the Carolina hurricanes as Brady Kachuk is. That's the only guy of the four or the, the other three that I might trade Kachuk for, for Svechnikov, but not even that. That's the only one I'd entertain. And Svechnikov's not at eight point or eight by eight. Uh, if the eight by eight has been offered, Brady Kachuk should pretty much sign that. I don't know right. that it's been offered though. These are all just reports. I'm going to pull a classic Jim Jerome right now. Right. Huh? I just, you just sound like a jerk. The second you say that Matthew, yeah. what are you doing? Absolutely. So the other hockey story that, uh, 
I couldn't help but notice was our weekly awful story involving Evander Kane. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So the latest is, is that he's facing allegations of sexual assault and domestic violence by his estranged wife. And this isn't a scenario where she's taken to Instagram and the media picked that up. No, this is now official allegations. Okay, it's according to documents obtained by sports business publication Front Office Sports. Kane is facing allegations that I just mentioned. Part of a domestic violence restraining order application filed by Anna Kane as part of her divorce case in California. I'm not going to get into all the awful details, very disturbing allegations, but they... I mean, they're bad. I mean, they're really graphic. bad. Graphic. Very graphic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, right now, Kane and his lawyer in the NHL, none of them have provided any commentary. And, uh, of course, we know that Kane's wife has already said, or at least um, claimed, that Kane has not only gambled, has a gambling problem, but he bet on his own games, which Kane mm-hmm. has denied, of course. But all that gambling stuff... Based on what we read here, and again, we're not going to talk and get into details about it. It pales in comparison to what we're reading today. Right. You know, there's there's consequences for your actions, Stevie. Um, whether whether you're troubled or not, whether you whether you have issues or not, whether whether people come to your side, and um, you know, and I'm I, I I don't know how this is playing out with Evander Kane, with his you know, with his family, friends, mentors, supporters, advisors. Um, uh, you know, does the guy have a problem, Stevie? And, um, it's, it's, you know, certainly there's allegations that he does, that he's got a big problem. And, uh, you know, who amongst us wouldn't sort of, if you were a friend of the guys, look at it and go, okay, we, you know, we're here, we need to support you, but you got to get help, right? If that's the case. Um, so the, the only thing, Stevie, and I guess it's, I guess it's for public record. You know, when someone does make the allegation, when they do file a claim, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a lawyer here. Um, the only thing I don't like, Stevie, is that the, the way it is now is you, you can pull these records, I guess. You know, you can, you can, there, there's the viperist media, right, who wake up in the morning going, oh, check this out here. Okay, mm-hmm. check this out, uh, that, it, that it can be public. Um, and that... I, I, I'm not. I'm not protecting Evander Kane. I'm not. I'm not siding with anybody. Of course, we have no business doing that, and there's nowhere near uh, anyone knowing uh, what the outcome is going to be. But that kind of bugs me. That kind of yeah. bugs me. And and I don't. You know, I see it. Not not so good for her either. To uh, you know, for this to go public, man, and maybe she wouldn't want it to. But uh, you know what I mean, Stevie. It's something like, okay, this should be sealed. This should be handled privately and 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 not be exposed to the public. Well, yeah, yeah. in general, you know, I, I never want to get into a mode of not believing a woman when they say these things. Uh, mm-hmm. but let's 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 remove the canes from this equation. Um, I almost feel like at this stage of the game, because it's such a he said, she said scenario. She's saying all these things. He's denying all these things. And it's hard to comment until this thing goes through investigations and then you find out what's really happening. Uh, Because I I don't want to bury either side um, when I have so few details about what's going on here. So part of me just wants to kind of 
slowly sort of back away out of the room and and let uh, the Yikes. authorities handle this case. Right. And if it's found that one side or the other is, um, you know, gravely wrong in this whole process, then I think I feel more comfortable jumping on a microphone and giving my opinion right. on this thing. You know, these, this poor woman, you know, if, if, if all this alleged uh, stuff happened, um, you know, it's the, the poor girl sitting down with her lawyer and him really saying, this is, this is really, really tough to, to go down this road. Uh, yet if you've been abused because it's, it's only, only the two of them, Stevie, that are in the room. Right. And so I don't know. I, f- I feel sorry for her. Do I feel sorry for Evander Kane? I, I, I guess I do to a degree, you know, that, that, if all this happened that the guy didn't get help or if I'm like you, I'm like you. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. This is ugly. This yeah. is ugly. You know? Um, yeah. And a little girl involved in the whole mix as well. It's just really unfortunate circumstances, but let's get on to something with, uh, this may be a little brighter though. Not that mm-hmm. bright, I suppose, but I mean, everything seems better than that story. And I wanted to ask you this question. Cause we talked about this in the last episode, Jim Hewson, one of the most well-known play-by-play men in the NHL. He's 64 years of age and announced his retirement yesterday, calling it quits after a career that has spanned over 40 years. And there's a lot to be proud of in that career. But the more I kind of let it simmer, the more I wondered if this wasn't a scenario where Jim Hewson was given the opportunity by the folks at Rogers, who, of course are in forever cost-cutting mode. Maybe he was offered the opportunity to retire. Mm-hmm. When you think about, well, the, the landscape of the media to start with, we know Bell Media, for example, this is a different company, just based on what happened with you and me, we got laid off, you know, a cost-cutting move, business restructuring, they always call it. And it's happened over and over. We just saw recently... You know, Dan O'Toole at TSN, Natasha Staniszewski, mm-hmm. um, our our new colleague in the in the podcast world, in uh, in I've got Brent Wallace. I wanted to call him Wally Brent right. or something. Anyway, um, so they've had their deals, but they didn't have the NHL deal, like that massive five point two billion dollar twelve year deal to buy national rights to Hockey Night in Canada. I mean. That's a, that's a double whammy for the folks at Rogers. And that's why they've blown out guys like Nick Kiprios, Doug McLean, John Shannon, radio guy, Bob McCowan, Darren Millard, Damian Cox. I mean, and even the Don Cherry thing probably is in that mix as well. He said the wrong thing. And I suppose that, I mean, it, it, we've seen guys get fired for less, but if they weren't in cost cutting mode, do they maybe, you know, I don't know. But right. uh, I think about Jim Hewson, and he's 64 years of age, and his salary must have been in pretty good shape. And then you factor in that he didn't do any playoff games last year. Right. I wonder they were maybe setting the uh, setting the table for this uh, this opportunity to retire. Right. So so here here's what my take is on all that and all those names you brought up. Um, you know, broadcasting jobs are are the easiest jobs in the world. They, you know, in, in, in terms of physical stuff, right? It, it just, they are the best jobs in the world. And I mean, 
when I say best, uh, I mean on every level. You know, I'm taking nothing away from whatever your job is, but wake up, go in, you know, flip the mics on, you know, talk about a story, all the, you know, anyone who's can in I broadcast. Throw in maybe, can I throw in maybe preparation for most broadcasters as part of your job mandate? Well, that's there? fine. It's not hard work. It's <laughs> I not know. Hard I was work. just messing with you because yeah, preparation no, is exactly your forte. So, so you, you don't quit those jobs. Nobody ever quits those jobs, Stevie. It's mm-hmm. just unheard of. Okay. You, why would you? Why would you? One of the things about it is you can you can do it till the day the no one wants to listen to you anymore, okay? Where where ratings and stuff go down, um, so you don't you don't quit them. You know, Lowell Green worked for a thousand years, Stevie at CFRA, okay. And if, of all guys who deserve the right to retire, you know, it's like oh, I guess he retired, and then you see him, he's doing a podcast again and stuff. Right. You know, people right. love it; they love the gig. Everyone who everyone who does either gets moved out of it. Or, or shoved aside or fired, um, you know, always their comments are, this is the best gig in the world, you know, and, and it is. So nobody quits it. Nobody, nobody gets up and quits, man, one of those gigs. So did Jim Houston quit? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have no idea for sure, but I would agree with you. If I, yeah, I don't think he retired. Uh, if I had to head, if you and I had to head to, over to a bookie and make a bet for a lot of money, my money would be on that as well. Well, why would you? Why would you? Why, Spend why time would with the re- family, retire. You don't like traveling any longer. I'd, I'd heard some word that as well that once that broadcasters were going to start having to be on site and start traveling and such in the midst of COVID and things that didn't necessarily sit well with Jim Houston. So that's certainly ammo for the uh, retire um, by his own watch. Right. But I, I'm still in the mode of just so much has happened particularly at Rogers with that massive deal and so many people just blown out of that place. Right. I would, uh, well, look, that would, that would be my speculation, but that's entirely all it is. Look at Don Cherry, you know, Don Cherry was into his eighties and, and certainly according to him, he wasn't going anywhere. Right. right. And people are going, what do you mean that guy works and he's 80 years old? Yeah. But it's, he's in broadcasting, right? As, as you've always said, or I haven't, you know, repeating myself there's no heavy lifting here you know it's not you know i i get it steve if you're a you know other other jobs that are way tougher truck driver you know on and on and on you know working office jobs and and having to get in there and work freaking nine hours straight every day or 10 and i i I get that that people are going okay i got to get to my magic number here you know get to my get to my full pension and stuff like that so um to answer your question um probably not Probably not, you know. Um, it's kind of weird that they, they would let him go, and and yet they're they keep adding people to the Ronnie McLean panel, you know. You know, you know what I mean. It's like going against the grain here. I would imagine they're all less expensive than most. Would be my guess. I wonder about right. Don Cherry. Sometimes he said something that they probably could have talked their way out of. Right, but because of the circumstances, what he made and where they're at, um, I think that was also a, a convenient way to get rid of a guy. Right, and you know, Stevie, um, it was it was said to me, and and after I worked in in you know the media biz for a few years, I began to understand it quickly. Right, you're never as good as you think you are, but you're never as bad as you think you are. And the other one is everybody's replaceable, Stevie. Everybody's replaceable. You know, no, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, people get used to it. And, and no matter how good you are, 
Um, you know, even even to the likes of a Joe Rogan or Howard Stern uh, or Don Cherry or or you know news media personalities, right? The, you know, everyone everyone eventually retires, Stevie, or or, or they are replaceable. You know, uh, when, when you might think they're not, unless Stevie, unless it's they've tried with Tigor, Stevie. Okay, unless that that one they keep trying, Stevie, but it ain't working, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know they retired the name? So when I got let go in the latest Bell Media blowout, they retired the Tigor name that day. And I thought to myself, maybe I'll go ahead and call our podcast Tigor. It still works with two guys on the radio, internet radio, of course. Mm -hmm. Got me wondering about that. Maybe we should revisit that at some point. Reinstitute the Tigor name. T it'd be Tigop, two guys on a podcast? Yeah, internet radio still works. At the end of the day. Okay, internet radio. Tigar, Tigar, inter, I-R, Ray, R. Two guys on internet radio. It no, took me a long it. enough to get the second T silent rule in there. I don't think that <laughs> any of that stuff's going to fly. When we come back on the show, I want to talk about one of the great Hall of Fame lunches of all time. NHL greats everywhere. We'll get to that after these words. Thinking about a pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford is your spot. They are Ottawa's certified pre-owned Ford dealer. Jim K. takes all the worry about... <sighs> Jim K. takes all the worry out of buying a pre-owned vehicle. A 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, financing rates from 1.99%, a 172-point vehicle inspection. It goes on and on. That is a good deal. That is why they're Ottawa's certified pre-owned Ford dealer. See them today, jimkford.com, a 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. The time to be shopping for insurance is when your record is clean. At that point, should you really be trying to save another 87 cents a month? No. You want to put yourself in the best spot possible for when you actually use your insurance. Call or text me, your insurance guy. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario your modern boutique broker. And if you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, I recommend the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell a family home last year, and he set aside a budget to help us out with painting, cleaning, staging, and even updating our ceiling lights for us. And he can do the same for you. We ended up with multiple offers, and the home sold for well over asking price. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. All right, a couple of things. When you were talking about in the last episode, I think the way I pronounced pecan set you off. Yes, it's pecans. Yes. And it certainly touched off a conversation about stuff that bugs us that people say. Yeah. And uh, I threw it out there to the good listener if they had any feedback on words like that that kind of bug you. Jimmy, mm -hmm. AP writes, Jimmy, pecans or what you have on a boat so you can take a oh. leak without falling overboard. I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get it. You yeah. get it. And then Marcus Von B writes, I like his subject line, actually. Supposedly, <laughs> you're not allowed to say happy Valentine's Day. Anyway, Jimmy saying volleyball brought me back to 1980 French immersion. A buddy from Otter Lake says, screamed. In porch, 
instead of no, screen. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah. beautiful. This is beautiful. Screen I keep telling him to lay off the quartz at the Lady Smith Hotel. Sure. That is from sure. Marcus. So there's a, a few more to add to the mix. But I wanted to close it out today, James, by talking about this amazing lunch yesterday, or a couple of days ago now, I guess. Remember, Guy Lafleur is celebrating his 70th birthday, yes. which is amazing. And he has, well, as his buddies show up, to uh, take him out to lunch, and they're posing on social media for a photo. And those are all guys. When I was a Habs fan in the 70s as a little kid, these were all the guys I cheered for. But the guys at the lunch, and it just looked like they were in a normal pub. It was Bob Gainey, Guy Carboneau. Well, Carboneau's a bit younger than those guys. Yvonne Cornoyer, Guy Lafleur, Guy Lapointe, and Serge Savard all getting together for the Flowers' 70th birthday lunch. And that equates to... 36 Stanley Cup rings. These are all in Montreal, by the way. 36 mm-hmm. Stanley Cup rings, seven Selkie Awards, four Conn Smythes, three Art Rosses, three Ted Lindsay's, two Hart Trophies, and a Masterton as well. That is a hell of a Hall of Fame lunch, is it not? Can you see? All I can see right now, it, it really is. I can just see right now with just like like foam spewing out of the side of his ears, Stephen, coming out of his nose, is Liam going, you, oh, God, God, oh, my God, look at that, oh, 7,000 cups, boom, and his head explodes, Stevie. Yeah, I probably got them all wrong, and he's losing his mind. Exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Anyway, well done. I'm going to get to, we'll get some guys together, Stevie, you and me, and, and tongue stud Jeanette and, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. That's about it, I guess. That's all. That's really all the Hall of Famers we that's have. That's really all we need. Tara yeah. and tongue stud, stud Jeanette. That was, yeah, those are a couple of characters from the old show back in the day that, uh, yeah, it's a nice piece of nostalgia. We're in bed at the moment. Here is the secret hot pasta. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you got to go, so we'll call it quits right there. Any final thoughts today, James? Yeah, Stevie, two final thoughts, okay? Can, no, no, can, you only get my- one. Okay, my, I got my teeth cleaned yesterday. We, we, you know, can we go with some plastic instruments, Stevie, instead of the metal? Okay, it's like you took the X-rays, okay, uh, which is so they nail you for X-rays. That's fine, and they can see in the X-ray, Stevie, that you've got a cavity or two. Right. So we know that. Why do we need to go in, Stevie? Okay, with the metal to just check that cavity. You know what I'm saying, Steve? No, I know. Okay. I think they enjoy it. Yeah, I think the average dentist who goes to school for that particularly fe- that particular field, I think they all lean a little toward the masochist side. I know they do. Oh, tough enough. Right? Do you want a Kleenex too? Do you need a Kleenex? Oh anyway, boy, let's go with all the right. plastic tool. Okay, that'll do right. it for today. Before we go, James, I want I want to throw this out there as well. Uh, we talked about it off the top a little bit, but I want to remind the good listener. As we head out the door, if you're enjoying the show, it'd be fantastic if you consider a Patreon membership. We no longer have our Bell Media overlords bankrolling our nonsense. We got some member-only perks. You get a shout-out at the start of an upcoming show. We do members-only video. In fact, there's video of today's show. Got some contests and other perks. Check out various monthly membership levels, some lower than the cost of buying us a pint. Click on Patreon Memberships. At stevewproject.com. And with that, we'll take our leave. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you. Go and go. Are you guys ready? Are you sitting down? And I will be sitting down for another 45 minutes. I can't get up. 